You're listening to Three Kitchens Podcast, hosted by Aaron Walker and Heather Dyer. Tune in weekly to get inspired and make good food. Well, hello, Heather. Hello, Aaron. Hello, friends. Welcome back to today's episode of Three Kitchens Podcast. I'm here to share another baking recipe because who doesn't love baking all the sweets? <laughs> I feel like who doesn't love eating all the sweets? We were just recently talking about all the things that we made and ate over Christmas and it's yeah. not that long ago. <laughs> Let's just nope. keep it going. Let's we're just... going to keep on baking. Yeah. We're trying to get all the all the sweets in. Well, why not? It's still winter. We still need to keep up this warm layer. layer that we've got <laughs> that we've established such a great excuse for it right we we've established it through christmas eating now we have to continue it in the new to year maintain it. i keep just hiking my my tall jeans <laughs> up my high-waisted jeans up higher and higher you can see <laughs> and i have the perfect thing that is helping me learn about being a better baker so was it last year and have i made anything from this for the podcast yet i've talked <sighs> about it a lot with heather was the skillet bread from that book Ooh, ding ding yeah okay we made that on the campfire a long bread time ago. from the campfire last yeah. year in the fall but uh it's a really seasonal uh ingredient focused book and so a lot of the things in here as i flipped through and was like "Ooh, i'd like to make this i realized i couldn't because I had missed the season for harvesting some of the stuff out. Oh. But this is one that I can make because when Heather and I were out at Christmas, we found some dried juniper berries while we were at our <gasps> local German market, Edelweiss. Yeah. And uh, immediately I was like, oh, there's something with juniper berries in this cookbook. So I picked up the juniper berries and I am going to make juniper berry sugar cabin buns what are cabin buns they're oh buns my. that the author made while she was at her cabin oh do you get to go to a cabin to make them i think you um, should have like a weekend away by yourself in a cabin to make them or i could come and like keep you company i was gonna say do i have to be menstruating at the same time and locked away in a cabin by myself <laughs> it's not a tent <laughs> a red tent okay <laughs> That took a weird turn. That was odd. Okay, <laughs> so I've got these juniper berries that I can now crush together with sugar to make these cabin buns. And then my wonderful friend Heather <sighs> also bought me something called rose sugar for Christmas. Wild rose. So I think some of them might mm. be juniper berry and some of them might be rose sugar. The wild rose is our province's flower. That's and right. they grow all over the place here and you can find the wild roses and the rose hips if you're lucky and you get your timing right yeah all over the place yeah so, so you got this rose sugar and i was like i know what i can do with this <laughs> i know how much you like rose because we had talked about it when we were making stuff with rose water last yep. year as well when and we went to the turkish cafe over here to have breakfast and we were talking about the rose jam oh that jam they have oh, oh so i kind of forgot about that jam until i now. know <laughs> we need uh, to go back i gotta go back <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this is a delicious 
looking sugar bun. Uh, you make the dough the day before and then assemble it, let it sit, bake it, and num, num, num. Do you put the juniper sugar into the dough or in, like roll it up with it or where does the juniper go let me read this okay so you're when you roll out the dough you're going to sprinkle some of this juniper sugar sort of in the same way you would put your cinnamon sugar into the dough before you roll it up and make it okay and then you sprinkle it on afterwards as well so it is heavy on the juniper sugar um mm. but i i'm gonna do this with the juniper sugar and this uh rose sugar because i think both those flavors would be really tasty in this and i have made a type of cinnamon bun bun from her recipe but it had the black currants in it yes that's right and the bun was amazing heather and i both do not like black currants <laughs> yeah <laughs> Although I find myself kind of craving it once in a while what? and imagining that flavor. I'm like, that's weird. I'm thinking of that strange flavor again. I catch <sighs> myself thinking of it. Isn't that weird? Anyway. I still have one bush. You're welcome to take it away. We got rid of the one of them, but I still have one. You should dig it up and maybe I'll move it, it into yard. my yard when I have one again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go after these buns, make some great little sweet buns, because I think we're, you know, it's dry January. Everyone's sad because they're not drinking. So have some sugar. <laughs> no, but this, this episode will be the end of January. So the, the dry There's... spell can be broken with a delightful oh. bun. I'm really interested <laughs> in this juniper. It just, that's when I yeah. saw that juniper and you got me salt. some juniper salt That's i was right. like oh i gotta give this to aaron and i've been dying to know what it tastes like okay so i crushed up that juniper salt and i had it with some uh steam fried broccoli that i made the other night <gasps> and it was tasty because oh. i was like oh i think this tastes good even though it's kind of i want to say like it's kind of like a minty piney combination like i don't know it kind it's of a little medicinal yeah like yeah. it kind of sits in that weird zone that has like a mouthfeel with it okay you okay. know i kind of think of like you know how tarragon and mint and oregano are all kind of they've got that mouthfeel when Maybe. you chew on it, it it kind of is a little bit i don't know it's i liked it i put it up for review with the family and the broccoli was eaten mm -hmm. with very little complaint which you know <laughs> some but not much yeah it was more like oh you made broccoli it's like yes and you're gonna eat it oh fine and then they ate mm. it and didn't say like this broccoli's the worst thing ever so what did you put on the broccoli yeah exactly i was like wait they're gonna taste it and be like oh what did you do and you're gonna be like eat it because i'm not wasting that juniper salt <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no both my husband and i were like oh this actually tastes really good it was an interesting flavor combo because i thought what can go wrong? It's not like everybody loves the broccoli and I'll fuck it up somehow. <laughs> you know, I, um, I just got a new appliance for Christmas and it has an air fryer. That's right. My husband was the one who bought it and I had wanted a brighter color. And he was like, eh. I said, anything but pink. I just, I like all the colors. And he was yeah. like, pick like the most neutral thing he could find. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. Anyway, I didn't have an air fryer before. And so I've been yes. trying out the air fryer with all kinds of things. And broccoli was a big hit, even though my Ooh. family likes broccoli anyways, more than I do, actually. Okay. 
but broccoli is one of the things that they were all like, Ooh, this is so good. Nice. Well, um, I'll have to send you some teaspoons of juniper salt to, uh, <laughs> Add into your broccoli and see if your family also likes this. Flavor. Or I'll have to, maybe I'll just have to buy some next time I order something from that little farm. Yeah, this interesting piney flavor. I'm going to uh, add into the sweet column now and see what we think of it. Yeah, it's not what you would think of to put in a sweet bun. So this will be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about how this is going to taste because it's new and different. Yeah. Hi, and thanks for joining us for today's episode. This recipe of cabin buns comes from Nevada Berg's cookbook, Norwegian Baking. We here at Three Kitchens are all about using local food and traditional cooking, which is exactly what this cookbook delivers. There are so many great recipes that use things like dandelion flowers, spruce tips, rhubarb and other foods that you can forage for and use in your cooking. So if you're looking for a truly unique cookbook and baking experience, check out North Wild Kitchen on Instagram and grab a copy of her cookbook. Now back to today's episode. Okay, let's talk about buns. Oh yeah. Can we just start this out with how fucking delicious these are? Oh my god. <laughs> I I'm afraid to make these again because of how fast we ate them. And uh, and we've been on this like since Christmas on yeah. like a carb overload kind of diet. Mm. Lots of sugar, lots of bread. And it's middle of winter and you just want to eat all the carbs, all the pastas, all the yeah. dough, dough, like everything. Yes. <laughs> and I was like I keep saying I got to cut out the bread. Like I got to cut it back a bit. But I couldn't. Here, I'm sorry. This. I had I'm, to just keep eating. I'm not going to support that at all because I am eating. <laughs> I'm making you all the carbs. This is a bun that I've made cinnamon buns before. I have never made a bun like this. Mm, this is really interesting. I would say pastry making because it is oh. what I would imagine. Pastry. I've never done pastry making, but I'm going to call this pastry making. Put that on your list. So if you want to make something flaky and buttery and sweet and syrupy taste oh wow these <laughs> buns I'm sorry I just I left the picture it's a beautiful picture in the book and I had it sitting on the counter because this does take two days to make it's a bit of an investment in time because you make your dough the day before and then you make your buns the next day my family was like walking past this page like "Ooh, are these red when are these are these the buns oh you made them oh can you make them again like <laughs> <laughs> this cookbook sat out and we just now that i've tasted them i look at this picture and i'm like oh <laughs> more please <laughs> so let's get into the process of making these buns mm -hmm. so um i've written this out with modifications for the weights that i used in this recipe because she did put down her her weights and what she used but i was not getting a solid dough or a solid enough dough i thought with these so i've sort of i've changed up some of the weights and i now, think it's good do you think it's something to do with where like the difference in where we're located altitude i don't know like what what do you think of the difference was about so this is written from somebody on a different continent who's mm -hmm. going to have different flour than we do 
So their all-purpose flower is probably going to absorb water differently than our all-purpose flower. Okay. I was just curious if you had a yeah. hypothesis. About um, here are some hunches that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. So I started this out with 200 grams of milk, 300 grams of water, and I heated this up uh, until it was lukewarm on my stove and then poured it into the bowl of my stand mixer. And then I added in 65 grams of brown sugar, seven grams of active dry yeast and a teaspoon of salt. Oh no, sorry, half a teaspoon of salt. And then mix that around and then start adding in your flour. So she says 600 grams of all-purpose flour. I actually used 700 grams. Okay. So my liquid to dry ratio was not clearly the same as what she had was written. too wet. But I was able to mix it and knead it all together until I had a dough that I could handle and roll out. Right away, I'm hearing a difference, and that is the brown sugar. Mm. Yeah, is that just, different? Because isn't it usually like in this sort when you're just making a dough, you usually put in a white sugar? Let me go to her other because I also made her blackberry. Is it black, not blackberry. What are those terrible berries in your currants? Oh, currants. <laughs> yeah. are those terrible berries in your front yard, Heather? She's got a recipe for a black currant sweet bun. Let's see. For other buns, there's usually uh, your butter mixed in there and... For the other buns that I've made from her cookbook, she's got like half a cup of white sugar that's going in there. Mm. So it it is definitely a different bun. Carry on. Interesting thoughts. So here you've got this bun. It does not have any fat in it yet. Take note. Okay. All right. So you've got this big hunk of dough. It's a little bit sticky. You are going to want to clear off your kitchen table to roll this baby out. This does not happen <laughs> on your kitchen counter unless you've got the nice big island in your kitchen like Heather does. <laughs> Clear your counter off. You're going to need all the spaces. So I cleared off my kitchen table to do this. You're going to roll this dough out with a, on a floured surface um, until she says 80 by 25 centimeters. So this is like almost a meter <laughs> of oh, long. Wow. Yeah. Not very wide. And so when I rolled this out, its longest points were horizontal and it was just a short dough. And then you're going to take a cup of butter and I didn't have a mandolin, but I had a vegetable peeler mm -hmm. and you take this chilled butter and you're going to slice off thin slices of butter and you're going to cover the whole surface of your dough in this butter. Okay. Then you're going to take that dough once it is totally covered in butter and you're going to fold it six times from the short edge, flop, okay. flop, until you've got a rectangle that is seven layers of dough tall and you're going to roll it out again into that big rectangle. Same thing, really long but not very wide. Fold it over and then pop it into a fridge in a covered container. You are done working your dough. Oh wow, okay, this is different. So isn't that process of putting butter and folding layers and rolling it out, is that called laminating? I don't know. The word laminating isn't used here, okay. but I kind of feel like that's what you're doing when you're creating layers. Yeah, I, I would say layering and laminating maybe are interchangeable words. This seems like what I hear of making puff pastry. 
where you've got your chilled butter in between layers of dough and you're rolling it, chilling it, folding it, rolling it, chilling it, folding it. But you just did this once. The fold, 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 roll, and then what did you, okay. And then you fold it back again and that's it. And so the, there's only one. Yeah. One yeah. chill time. Okay. One chill time. So that's it. So it sits in the fridge overnight and I put it into a baking dish that I just greased a little bit in case it got sticky, but there was no issues and it got quite foomp. <laughs> expanded wow. a good bit. I only covered it with a bit of tin foil. Like I didn't even make it like a really super seal or anything. Mm -hmm. They just said loosely cover and refrigerate. So I did. Nice. So the next day you've got a much puffier kind of funky dough going on. You're going to put it out onto your floured surface. Again, you want a big space to do this in. And you're going to roll it out into a rectangle that is not quite as big as the other one. This one's uh, about 50 by 30 centimeters. Once you've got it rolled out, you're going to sprinkle on your sugar, which I'm going to talk about two flavors that I made. And then, so starting on the long side, you're going to roll your dough up mm -hmm. and then slice your buns. Because I rolled it out a bit longer, I was able to make 16 buns out of this, where the recipe said only 12. Oh, wow. Those were big. Yeah. Well, oh, you had more flour too. I used more flour and more dough. So I, you know, yeah. rolled it out. It was a bit bigger. And then she's got it that you bake them in a muffin tin. I just put them on a parchment lined baking sheet instead. Okay. How many did you fit on a sheet? So I did eight per sheet. You place them on there. You put them with, put a tea towel over them. You're going to let them rise for an hour and a half, and then they're going to go in the oven. Oh boy. And bake them. So this is, mm -hmm. this is a labor of love. Yes. This isn't something you just like whip up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, oh, I want some cabin buns. I'll have some by like four o'clock. Like that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bake for 25 minutes and then you can dip them again in the sugar after they come out. Let's talk about the sugar that we put in here mm -hmm. because funky flavors and I loved it. So... <laughs> <laughs> she recommends making this with juniper berries crushed into the sugar and while you were camping this summer i said to you hey can you forage some juniper berries for me and you were like yeah that's not happening they're very prickly <laughs> the juniper bushes are like i saw them we were up in uh jasper alberta which is like north mm -hmm. not northern alberta but north of here yeah um, in the mountains and um junipers are all over the place they're kind of these little scrubby looking evergreens yeah but they're kind of like <laughs> weird scrubby low to the ground at least the okay. ones i was seeing i don't know anything about juniper bushes but anyway i was like oh there's the berries and the couple that i picked off i smelled like they were juniper berries guaranteed mm -hmm. i did not confuse the plant <laughs> uh, but they those bushes were so prickly but they, I don't know how you harvest these. Must be a trick and some good gloves. Yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> so Heather didn't harvest me any juniper berries, but we found some while we were snooping around over Christmas at the local European store, Edelweiss, by our place. Mm -hmm. You snatched those up and I was put like, them in your yep. basket. <laughs> And they were dried <laughs> and they're dried you just have to crush yeah. them up with the sugar and and make this you can make like flavored sugars with it and it adds this i was surprised it wasn't stronger kind mm. of flavor and scent to these buns and it's this like piney 
foresty gin oh if you're a fan of gin that's okay. what gin's made okay gin is made out of okay so the flavor and the smell of it if you're a gin drinker like yours truly you recognize that okay. flavor and smell from it oh so good it is mm. so i made some with the juniper berries i also got some rose sugar from you for christmas and i was like well this sounds like fun to play with the flavor of rose and it's again not a very strong flavor a subtle you know there's lots of smell involved mm -hmm. yeah. not so much intense flavor, flavor but yeah. the flavor comes from the scent it's a mind <laughs> bend somehow you're <laughs> what you're smelling makes you think you're tasting I don't yeah know. it's it's the whole olfactory mm. experience yes. so i made half the buns with a sugar with the rose petals and then i made half the buns with the juniper sugar mm. so which one was your favorite heather oh i have to go with the juniper i just because it's unusual and it's yep. so unexpected that it's just i couldn't get enough. i wanted to keep eating more and more and more <laughs> I think you could have had more in both yeah. of them. You could have had more juniper and more rose. Mm -hmm. I know the rose sugar was, it's mixed already. Yeah, like I did cut it a bit because I was like, oh, I don't have a small half yeah. a cup because it's a bit and I wanted to use it on other things. So I did a couple mm -hmm. tablespoons of it in about half a cup of sugar. Okay. And then I sprinkled that sugar itself on top at the very end just to give mm -hmm. some extra. And I think if you, I don't know, like if you were to buy you can buy dried rose yeah i wonder how much flavor would come from it mm -hmm. i don't know it'd be fun to find out because i would love a more intense you know we love that rose flavor like so good and the juniper i felt like could have been a more of that flavor in there too because i just it was so good it was so different yeah mm. it's like crisp and piney mm -hmm. and sweet and sounds weird but tastes delicious it's one of those things oh, i know i yeah. feel like i can't tell you or you just have to try it to know why it's good yeah <laughs> yeah this is quite a delicious recipe it is a little something special it's interesting because it's a rolled bun Mm -hmm. which we typically associate with something gooey, buttery, like a cinnamon bun, or even like the one yeah. you made before that was sort of jammy. Yeah, like exactly. Kind of a, like a different um, texture rolled into it, mm -hmm. like the buttery, gooey, caramelly cinnamon bun. Yeah. And this was different because it didn't have any of that in the middle of it. It didn't have that like sticky toffee mm. sort of thing going on. Although the sugar did melt really nicely and become a little bit sticky on the bottom. I imagine if you had it right out of the oven, it would be a little bit different. Yeah, I definitely mm. ate them right out of the oven. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to try this right away. Of course. <laughs> of course. I can see why you, you might wanna put these in a muffin tin so all that syrupiness kind of sits and absorbs, whereas mine kind of ran out. Also, they would go up yeah. kind of. It'd be a cool kind of shape I think you'd get from putting it in a muffin yeah. tin. Yeah, so I might try that next time, but you can definitely just do this on a parchment. It is, I say it's pastry because it's almost more like making, and the texture of it is almost more like a pastry texture. It's got those layers of butter in the dough, mm -hmm. which adds to the like soft, creamy, flaky texture of it. And you don't need all the, like my kids, the first thing they asked was, where's the icing? And I was like, 
you don't need it trust me and they looked at me skeptically but then as soon as they started eating it was like game over (laughs) they're like yeah no you don't need anything else this is just delicious as it is so i sent you some juniper berries Mm. in the Mm -hmm. container i was like oh these ones are the juniper ones i'll put some berries in so hopefully you can crush them up and i was just eating them crunch 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 i still have a few because i was kind of rationing them my my husband too was like can i can i just eat those i'm like not all of them (laughs) <laughs> you we may have just one. like crunch crunch oh because there's it's just it is a delightful flavor delicious it's delicious it's funny how excited we get about <laughs> this is the thing oh. i'm so glad i have you to get excited with because when i get excited like this with my husband he's like mm-hmm. yeah it's good i, I really liked eating it <laughs> I don't really want to talk about it anymore. I'm like, yeah, but let's talk about it more. (laughs) Why don't you want to keep talking about it? Let's dive into our palettes. Then I've lost them. (laughs) (laughs) I think you could do all kinds of different stuff with this dough and Mm -hmm. what kind of flavor. I think you could make like an almond sugar. I think you could make like a citrus sugar. In North America, we're gonna start getting like Meyer lemons Mm. and some, Mm -hmm. you know, different oranges and the lemons. Mixing the zest into the granulated sugar, like that always creates like such a nice, yeah. It like moistens the sugar and sticks and, and like... it makes it clumpier. I don't know. It, it changes the texture of the sugar when you mix in a zest with your hands and do that. And then it just, I don't know, it makes it better. Mm. I don't know what it else to say. It just makes it gooder. It, it makes it gooder. <laughs> At least I said better. Come on, give me some credits. <laughs> it's just what came to mind as you were talking. It makes it gooder. Better, gooder. Mm. Juniper. And now for the fine print. Join us over on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and on our website at threekitchenspodcast.com. Remember, when you like, follow, subscribe, and leave us a review, it helps more people find us. Thank you so much for listening. This is the diet that will keep you alive when it gets cold outside. <laughs>